Music on. do a slasher movie as a TV series. Slasher movies burn bright and fast. <laughs> Nina, are you home? By the time the first body is found, <laughs> it's only a matter of time before the bloodbath commences. Say again, room, but I don't want the cleanup. You slept with Nina. No, um, wait. You have a dark mind. You have no idea. Everyone has secrets, everyone tells lies, and everyone is fair game. Welcome back to the Markout Movie Podcast. This is Brandon Spivey, and today on the channel I am doing Bingeworthy Scream Season 1 Review. I uh, will digest every episode, uh, you know, uh, we'll talk a little bit about Scream, the franchise, the show, uh, just recently watched season one on Netflix, I had seen it before, but I'm going to talk a little bit about it, the first time I watched it, a little bit about it, this time I watched it, but I'm going to get right into it, um, and this is going, uh, towards every season, IMDB's score, I'm going to give the scores first, um, Google users is this for every for all seasons, uh, but I will tell some season one scores as well. Uh, IMDb gives it a a seven point two out of ten. Uh, Ninety five percent like this on Google uh, as far as all three seasons go. TV.com gives it a seven point five out of ten. Uh, but as far as the season one scores. Um, Rotten Tomatoes on the tomato meter gave it a 52%. Uh, not great. <laughs> Audience score was at a 68% for season one. And uh, as far as IMDb on season one scores, um, they don't actually give a season one score. Um, they give a pilot a 7.6. Uh, the episode two is 7.6. Episode three is 7.9. Episode four, 7.7. Episode five, 7.2. Uh, episode six is a 7.7. Episode seven, 8.5. Episode eight, 7.7. Episode nine, 8.1. And the finale gets an 8.6. So I would say this show is at least a 7.6 on out of 10 on IMDb. But let's get into what the, the actual, you know, what it was about. And then we'll talk a little bit about the franchise scream and go from there. Okay. Instigated by a cyberbullying incident that goes viral, a brutal murder in Lakewood stirs memories of a crime spree from the town's past that has haunted some, intrigued others, and maybe just spawned a new executioner. At the center of the story is a group of teenagers with two old friends struggling to reconnect at its heart, who says the network becomes lovers, enemies, suspects, targets, and victims of a killer who's out for blood. Um, obviously, you know, 
we all know that this was based on Scream, the Wes Craven uh, films uh, that came out in 1996. Uh, the first one in 1996. The last one, Scream 4, was in 2011. And Wes actually passed away in Season 2. Uh, they dedicated an episode to him, which is great. Um, but basically, it was about, you know... If you remember Scream, you know you know what Scream's about. So, so in this one, they they changed it up a little bit, make it more for today than it was in '96. But at the heart of it, it's still the same story. Uh, you know, you know, there's at least two people involved in killing these people, but you know, it's 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 the same kind of a story, and you have interest. I mean. I'll go through the cast real quick. Willa Fitz Fitzgerald plays Emma Duvall. She is Sydney Prescott. She's your final girl. Um, Betts Taylor Claus plays Audrey Jensen. Um, she's kind of new to it. She, she, I couldn't pinpoint her to a screen character in the first film anyway. Uh, so she, she's kind of new. She's kind of an original character. Uh, John Carna plays Noah Foster. He is Jamie Kennedy in Scream. Um, Will Belmont. Uh, Connor Will as Will Belmont is the boyfriend. You know. Uh, Amadeus Safani is Kieran Wilcox. Uh, he's the love interest. You know. The son sheriff. You know, he's, he's a love interest. Um, Carlson Young as Brooke Maddox is the best friend type from Scream. Rose McGowan's character. Uh, let's see. As I'm trying to think here. Um, Bobby Campo as Seth Branson is the teacher that's having a relationship with a student. That's uh, That was new territory. Uh, Tom Modden as Jake Fitzgerald, the best friend of the boyfriend. That's kind of like Stu uh, from Scream. Brian Tiju plays Riley Mara. Uh, that's Noah's love interest in the show. Um, Belle Thorne as Nina Patterson uh, makes a cameo. Uh, she's basically Drew, Drew Barrymore. Uh, then you got with Tracy Middendorf. As Maggie Duvall, uh, the the mother of Emma, who was also in Wes Craven's New Nightmare, so that, that's interesting. Um, she played a babysitter in that one, and Jason Wiles as Sheriff Clark. Uh, I know Jason from uh, Beverly Hills 90210 when he was on that. So that's your cast for this show. Um, I'll get right into it. Uh, you know. What I liked about this show was, okay, I love Emma Duvall. I love her. I, I like her better than uh, Sydney Prescott, actually. I really do. I like her as the final girl. I like Audrey Jensen in this show. I, I love her. She's awesome. She's she's that best friend um, of Noah. Uh, used to be best friends with Emma. Um, they they these, this trio just has great chemistry. But really, Audrey and Noah has excellent chemistry. Um, they really do. 
but she's the one that's dating the girl that, go, that the video goes viral. It starts this whole thing, right? So I love her. I love her character. I, I love all of that. Noah Foster. Oh man, he's my favorite character. He he's all he knows everything about the slasher movies. He he's he's just amazing. He's got some nice quotes in here. I I love what he brings to the show, and I was always antsy. When I thought he was about to bite it. I really was. Um, Tracy Middendorf as Maggie. Uh, well, Maggie Duvall. She was fine in the show. Uh, could have done with her. Could have did without her. You know, she was, she was fine. Sheriff Clark, I actually really dug him. I thought he was a good character. Um, you know, he's trying to track down this. He, he gets taken off the case for a little bit. I, I, I dug that. I dug a little bit. Of, I dug a lot what he was doing in the show. Uh, Nina Patterson... Uh, she's the first death we see. You know, she's, um, she's an interesting character, even though she's not really in the show a whole lot. Uh, she's the first girl. Uh, so, you know, Kieran Wilcott, uh, never really bought into his character, um, in this season, uh, when I watched it way back and watched it now. I just really didn't buy into his character. I, I really didn't, um... He's a new kid on the block. He's the sheriff's son. He's a suspect. Uh, you know, I really didn't buy into him. I didn't trust him uh, from the from the moment he stepped in the the lens of the show. I, I never trusted Kieran. Kieran, I just didn't. Will Belmont, I liked. He made a mistake, but he was overall a good guy who was trying to make things right. Um, I will dive deeper into his character because I really thought he was an important to this season. Uh, Brooke Maddox, uh, I, I, if she would have died, I wouldn't have cared. I mean, I didn't care for her. Honestly, I didn't care for her character. Um, I really just didn't. Um, Seth Branson brought a lot to the show as the, the teacher-student relationships that he supposedly maybe killed a student in a, in a previous town. Uh, so they thought they played with him. Maybe he's the killer. Uh, that was cool. Um, one person they are missing though is the person that actually did the killing. <laughs> uh, Jake Fitzgerald. Uh, uh, I, he, I felt this guy tried really hard. That the the actor Tom Modden. Uh, I don't want to say Madden because it's not double D's. Uh, it's Modden. I think. Uh, it's Jake. He really tried to be. Um, too much like Stu, in my opinion. He tried to be too much like Stu. Uh, I, I, I ultimately, I, I didn't care for his character. Um, you know, it is what it is. I just didn't care for it. Uh, Riley, I liked a lot, and she's only in the in the season for three episodes, really. Uh, I think she's in another one, but it's very brief. Um, I, I liked her character a lot, and you know, then there is a uh, Piper. Who is the podcaster that's in town? Trying, I uh, tried to uncover the story as well, um, and you know, I never really trusted her either. I, I feel like when it comes down to, now I'll go into it real quick. Okay, pilot episode, right? A video of Audrey and Rachel kissing goes viral. Nina and her boyfriend Tyler are brutally murdered. Memories of a killing spree twenty years, twenty years earlier. Haunts those affected, inspiring a new killer. Okay, what that is, is Brandon James. You know, uh, I love the idea of this guy. Brandon James. 
who was a disfigured guy who went on a killing spree 20 years prior. It gave me Jason Voorhees type vibes. And the question is, is he alive? Is he dead? They played with that in this show. Is he alive or is he dead? They played more with that in season two. But, and, oh man, I thought, I was like, that's cool. I love the pilot. And, you know, back in 2015, when this thing aired, I watched. I did not like the pilot. I was against Scream being a TV series. Honestly, I was against it. I didn't like it. I didn't want nothing to do with it. Uh, and now going back and watching, I enjoyed season one back in the day when it came out five years ago. I enjoyed it, but I didn't love it. This time around, I actually loved the season one. I loved it. Uh, I thought it was really good. I really did. I thought it was really good. Um, so, you know, I enjoyed this episode. Obviously, I I enjoy the mask. I, I have accepted the mask now. I know it changes in season three. I've seen most of episode one in season three. I uh, have not finished that, so I don't know what happens uh, as of right now. But I'm doing this per season simply because season three rebooted the show. If it wasn't rebooted the show, I would have done binge-worthy all three seasons. But since they rebooted, I figured I'd do season one, then season two, then season three. Obviously. Because <laughs> going to talk about two different things if you don't. But I really liked season one. I liked all, I thought, the, the characters mixed well together. I, and, and, Noah, and Noah said in the trailer, he says it in the first episode. You can't do a slasher movie as a TV series. You just can't do it. And the fact that they do it here is awesome. Because you have to care. And he also tells Riley this like in episode 2 I think. Um, you can't kill everybody at one moment. In, in a, as a TV series. Because you gotta, you got to get to know these people. you got to care for these people when they do die. So I mean Noah is exposition. <laughs> he tells you things. Um, you know he, he's awesome though. I love, love how he tells the story the narrative in his own way i love that noah's my favorite character uh no one comes close to noah in my book uh he's just he's just that likable uh, goofy nerd movie nerd and I, I see a lot of myself in noah uh as the horror nerd the movie nerd you know you know i see a lot of myself in that guy uh, so, moving on to episode two, another teenager's death raises questions, causing yet another rift between Emma and Audrey. Piper, a provocative podcaster, comes to Lakewood to report on the town's murders. This is when Rachel dies. Um, I do, I do believe. Uh, yeah. So this is when Rachel dies. Um, I thought this was a good episode. I didn't think it was good as the pilot, uh, but you know, it, it raises questions. Like, yeah. So, um, you know, they figured out that Rachel's death was not suicide. So, the, you know, Emma feels really bad about Rachel. So she feels guilty because she is the one that kind of made the video. But, you know, Nina and Tyler made it go viral. Uh, so this was a pretty good episode. Uh, I'm going to move on real quickly. I don't want to spend a whole lot of time on these episodes. I just kind of want to give my opinions. Episode 3, Want to Play a Game. Emma discovers that her discovers that her mother is hiding a few secrets of her past, and the killer challenges her to a dangerous game. Yes, 
what the secret is, Daisy is her mother. Daisy is the final girl from 20 years ago with the Brandon James murders. Her and her dad, Emma's dad, was the survivors, you know? So, um, you know, I feel like they could actually do a prequel TV show here uh, showing how that happened. Or I think it would have been better if they would have done it in season three. If we would have got a season three with these, this particular story to tell exactly what happened. Because we see clips, but we don't actually see what drove him to it. You know what I mean? So, uh, yeah, that was a pretty good episode. You found out some stuff. Uh, episode four is Aftermath. Emma gets a mysterious message, which leads her and Audrey in search for answers. Uh, that was a pretty good episode as well. Uh, hear the train coming again. It's been here once already today, so I figured I would wait till it left. It's coming back for more. It's coming back for seconds. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, yeah, this is when they're searching the hospital, and they miss some clues here. It comes back into episode 9 with the hospital with the baby. Uh, but, yeah, episode 5 is called Exposed. When a scandalous video is leaked, Emma learns a heartbreaking secret. This is when her and Will had sets for the first time, which was also her first time. It was videoed by Nina and her friends. Uh, you know, uh, Brooke was involved. Uh, Jake was involved. All of them, they were all involved in this. And, you know, so, you know, Will, at this point in time, is trying to win back Emma. Because she finds out that Will has slept with Nina prior to this. Prior to her death, of course. Um... You know, so uh, he's trying to win her back while Kyrian's trying to lure her in. And I really never trusted Kyrian uh, at all. Never. In this whole show's run, never trusted the guy. I, I particularly, I don't know, just, I, got, I felt vibes like this guy's not who he says he is, you know. But anyway, episode six. It's called Betrayed. Emma learns that the latest prompt suspect is someone close to her. This is when uh, Audrey is being suspected. They find a video of her saying she wants to kill Nina. After the video goes viral of her and Rachel. Uh, so that was a cool episode. You see uh, Audrey in a, in a way you've never seen her before. Um, so violent, so angry, you never see that. And uh, Noah takes a step back. He can't believe his best friend, you know, could lose it like that. So that was a cool episode to see because you start to question things. The next episode is In the Trenches. Emma tries to save Will from the killer's dangerous game of hide-and-seek before time runs out. Yes, they Will gets taken hostage uh, after him, he, you find out that he and Jake were blackmailing. Well, they are all blackmailing. Jake, Will, Tyler, Nina were blackmailing Brooke's father, who's the mayor of the, of the town, because they think he may possibly murdered someone. So, it, you know, it, it had, it's, it's got this weird, weirdness of this town. These, you know, people are not who they say they are. They, they lie, they, you know, you know, it's not who they say they are. And this person's 
bringing it all out to the surface, right? So I like that aspect of this story. Um, but anyway, Will gets taken. Him and, um, in the last episode, he and uh, Piper went to go confront the mayor. She was just going to be listening in the background. Well, after the mayor leaves, the killer shows up and attacks Piper and Will, but takes Will. So yeah, that whole episode is trying to find Will. And that, the ending of the episode was, it was Scream all the way. If you remember the first movie, how it started, the actual first kill was not Drew Barrymore, it was her boyfriend. And it reminded me so much of that scene. Oh, uh, that that total ending. And but yeah, they all get trapped in a uh, in the bowling alley where Brandon James used to work. Jake gets stabbed. It, it's it all in an internet. They're they're suspecting each other being the killer. It's it's really cool. It's really cool. It's really good. Uh, it's a really good narrative. How they tell this particular story in this episode. I really liked it. Everyone's a suspect. You know, um, as Jamie Kennedy would say. Everyone's a suspect. Yeah, I love it. I love it, you know. But, yeah, at the end of this episode, Will gets sawed in half. Um, and Will is one of my favorite characters. And I was so heartbroken back in 2015 when this happened. Cause I liked him. I knew he did some bad stuff. But I liked him because he was trying to redeem himself. Everyone likes a resurrection or a, a redemption story. Uh, and that's what he was trying to do. And then he gets killed for it. Uh, and, uh, and to me, this made Carrion look more guilty than anything. It really did. It made me think, oh, because of course they're going to kill Will because that gets him out of the way. And then, you know, Emma will go straight to Carrion. Yeah. So I was like, at this point in time, I thought Carrion was the killer. I thought, you know, you know, I just thought he was. But next episode is Ghost. Emma is shaken by another death, which is Will, and uncovers a secret from the past, which is her mom was got pregnant by Brandon James. Uh, that's kind of why her father went off that night. That's kind of what led to the murders happening. Uh, she gives it up for adoption. Uh, you know, the... So we find out the reason this is happening is because of that. The person, Brandon Jane's son or daughter, is doing this. We just don't know who it is. And I, I want to say Emma and Piper. No, 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 that's the next episode. Okay, so episode nine is the dance, right? Mr. Branson is taken into custody. Because they think he's the killer, right? They, they, they play with that, that he's possibly the son of Brandon James. Uh, but what Mr. Branson was doing was, he had a thing where he slept with students. <laughs> that was his thing. It was, he, you know, he the guy that act played him uh, was really good as, as Mr. Branson. I, I liked his uh, performance. Uh, you know, I really, I really did. I enjoyed his performance in this show. Uh, they added a layer to his character that if he would have been the killer, I would have totally been cool with it. Um, 
I, but I wasn't expecting him to be the killer. Uh, you know, I, I just didn't think that would be, you know, he didn't. And, uh, and you know, there's a scene with Emma and Mr. Branson when he's arrested. Uh, and uh, he has no clue what she's talking about. I mean, no clue at all. And it's like, okay, he's not the killer. He's not, because when he sees her, he has no reaction, really. When he's, he says, he thinks the sheriff is luring her in there to get some kind of answers from one of his students. But, yeah, it's not the case at all. She did it on her own. Because she, she felt that she would know, you know, if he acted, uh, if he had a reaction when she walked in the room, she would know he was behind it all. But that's not what happened. So Piper and Emma end up visiting Brandon's mother, who says that her grandson has come to see her like a few days before, saying he was Seth Branson. Saying his name was Seth. But it gets turned into the person the person she described was Kirian that showed up. Saying he was the grandson. He was Brandon James' son. Uh, which takes us to episode 10. Jake, Audrey, and Kieran head to Brooks after a party. Noah and Emma race against time to try and save their friends. The killer is finally revealed. The killer attacks people at the party. Attacks Brooke. Brooke has a pretty interesting scene. It reminded me of the Rose McGowan scene a little bit. Uh, a little bit, not not entirely, but it had little shades of Rose McGowan. But this whole episode had it was all scream. It felt like the ending of the first movie. Uh, it 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 really was until the last bit. That kind of went a little Friday the Thirteenth aspects with where the location was. Uh, but the house party and all that was totally scream. It, it had, even had the music. It was it was great. Um. Uh, the score was great in the last episode, all the way. The score was awesome. Now, getting to the reveal of who the killer was, uh, finally coming out, it's Piper. You know, and I'm like, even this time rewatching it, I was like, it's it's disappointing that it was Piper. Obviously, I was expecting it to be Kirian. Uh, obviously, and. And I obviously know who the killer is in season two. So, um, like I said, I've seen the first two seasons. But, I, you know, it was just a little bit of letdown that Brandon James had a daughter. Uh, it was Piper. I felt, not that he had a daughter. If he was going to have a daughter, I think it should have been Audrey. And they kind of lead into that, that she knows a lot about Brandon James. Because you see that and she's burning some papers at the end of season one. Um, she's not telling everybody everything as well. So she's lying about something. And I, I don't really remember what she was lying about. I think she thought she may have been Brandon James's daughter. I'm not sure. I, or she may have knew. I don't know. I, I, I don't really remember much about season two, except how it ended. Um, and I thought that was let down too. So I felt this season finale was great until... The reveal the killer. Uh, but over, sorry for the interruption. Um, 
I had to go check the mail. So, but as I was saying, the finale, the reveal was disappointing. Um, I just, now if it would have been Kyrian, I think that would have been predictable. Uh, but I think he should have been revealed as one of the killers. <sighs> I know it. Out of breath, just going to the mail. Oh, that's what happens when you're in an apocalypse, right? <laughs> but no, I mean, it, it was predictable, uh, the, the reveal. And also, when she shoots her in the head and she's coming back up, eh, they always come back. It was not... I know it's a scream thing. You know, it's a scream cliche. Uh, but that, that line was not needed in that moment. Because as much as this was scream TV series, this was not scream. Uh, I mean, it was in aspects. But this was not Ghostface. You know, this was not the Ghostface killer. This was something entirely different. And... And where, hello, I can't do it. Hello, Emma. I can't do it. I can't do the voice. But, you know what I realized, though, that the whole season one, and maybe even season two, I, 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 I'm going to rewatch that, but they never did, you truly don't become Scream until you ask this one question. What's your favorite scary? You know what I mean? You don't actually become scream until you ask that question. You don't, and it was never asked in this movie it, or the show. They never did ask what's your favorite scary movie. Um. Now with the Noah character, it's scream because of his character. You know. Oh, uh, it just—it was. I mean, it's it scream for a modern take on it, I guess, instead of the 1996. And they did play with that with the phones, the caller ID and stuff, unknown caller. You know, they, they played with it, but ultimately it just didn't feel like Scream the movie overall. It felt like something different. And this time around, I was really cool with that. It didn't bother me at all. I was also, it was awesome that they did that and it was that way. Uh, but, you know, it. I mean, you're calling yourself Scream. You gotta ask the question: What's your favorite scary movie? And I'm sure they ask it in season three. I'm sure it, it pops up somewhere. But anyway, I mean, the, the, overall, my thoughts of this show, especially season one, is it's it's a it's a really good time. I was invested in all the characters. Uh, I was invested Emma more so this time around. I liked her better than I did the first time around. The first time around, I didn't care for her. I, I just didn't. I. You know, I guess it's it's to the point where you realize these characters are replacing people you loved. You know, uh, you didn't have... I'll tell you what you didn't have. Piper, to me, was Courtney Cotts. She was the Courtney Cotts of the show. That turned out to be a killer. Um, Noah was Jamie Kennedy. Emma was, you know, Nev Campbell. But what you, you know, you had a cop, but you didn't have, you didn't have Dewey. You know, you didn't, didn't you don't have a Dewey. Now, maybe you could say Noah's kind of Dewey, but no, he's really not. 
He's really not. You don't have a David Arquette for this TV series. And maybe that's the one thing that was missing that didn't, you know, that also didn't make it scream. Uh, and I just don't think, I think there's only one Dewey, and that's David Arquette. And he was always my favorite character in the Scream franchise. You know, as much as I love Jamie Kennedy uh, in that in that role, I, you know, I just didn't, he wasn't my favorite. It was always Dewey. And, um, but I gotta judge it for what it is and not what I want it to be or, you know, for a modern take at Lakewood, I thought this was a lot of fun. I thought I was invested. I did. I wasn't comparing to the movies. I was like, this is its own thing, and I'm there. I'm invested. I like it. I like it a lot. Uh, you get the you got the movie guy of Noah who who makes it scream. You know, he 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 is exactly why it it feels like scream. Noah Foster is what makes this feel like scream. And you know, and, and it's cool. I, I like that about that. And I uh, I love the character of Noah Foster. He probably will go down tomorrow as one of my top 50 char characters from a TV show. Uh I'll, honestly, I really dug his character. I really really like Noah. But uh I'm going to give my scores now and uh, before I do that, though, real quick, uh, you know, the characters are great. I feel the characters are great. The dialogue sometimes is cliche, but overall, I like the dialogue. I like the setting of the story. Uh, I like the story. I like the narrative. Uh, plus, you, you got you, the Brandon James lore. You know, they, they created something with that that Scream never did do. Uh, in my opinion, Scream never did this. The movies never did this, and this is the TV TV shows thing, and I loved it. I loved the Brandon James lore, uh, and that's what was driving me back for season two, and it's kind of what's making me interested to see season two now, is for the lore of Brandon James. Where does it go from here? Because I really don't remember much about season two. I remember the reveal of season two, and I felt it was lackluster. Then I remember the Halloween party, the Halloween get-together they did, uh... Which opened the doors for a Brandon James return for season three that we never got. And, but, anyway, uh, here's what I'm thinking. Season one was a fun time. It was a great time. Uh, if you go in, don't compare Scream TV series to the Scream franchise. I know it's hard to do. Uh, I did it the first time around. I didn't do it this time around. I, I had I had a better time watching this second time around. I, I, my my uh, markout meter is going to be. I will give it a four out of five on the markout meter. Um, four markouts. Uh, so I really enjoyed the show. I uh, had a really good time with it. I had a blast, man. I really did. For everyone that's listening to this Scream season one review, I had a blast. I tried not to spoil too much. I know I spoiled Will's death and Riley's and, you know, I spoiled who the killer was. So this is a spoiler review. Uh, I didn't really spoil a lot of deaths. Uh, but, I mean, if you've seen Scream Season 1, it, 
if you have not seen it, it is on Netflix. Uh, if I spoiled it for you, I do apologize. I just assume most people have seen this and would just wanted to hear my thoughts on it. Uh, but yeah, I mean, you know, I, I will say about Brooke, I really didn't care for her whether she lived or died, which is true. I, I didn't care. Uh, I, I assumed she was going to die, you know, because she was, because you already had, you know, I was surprised by a couple people that lived. I was surprised that Jake lived. I was surprised that Brooke lived. I ain't gonna lie about it. I was. I was very surprised that Jake, they chose Jake over Will to survive this. You know, but, you know, I guess narrative-wise, Will needed to die, you know, uh, so that Kieran could get the girl. Even though I don't feel he deserved her, but, you know. I just, I just was never a big fan of Kieran. I'm sorry. Uh, I think there was only one moment in the show where I was like, okay, I, I'm curious to see where this goes. And, of course, if you know what I'm talking about, you know what happens on the Halloween episode right in the beginning. I was very curious to see where season three was going to go. Um, but... There's two things that happened in that Halloween episode that made me think, okay, it was the opening and the ending. You know, I'm not, I'll get into that in the season two review. I'll review season two and then review, uh, at the same episode, I'll review season two, then review the Halloween special, uh, they did. But yeah, I mean, just, I was just curious, you know, I was, it made me think. Like where where would they go for season three? Because obviously I thought they were gonna go Kyrian. but I gotta get into it. Um, but yeah, I mean, I had a good time with this. I think it was, it was a good season. Uh, you don't get a lot of slasher uh, shows. You just don't. It's hard to it's hard to pull off because, as Noah said, there the when after that first kill is after the first body's found, the killing commences. It, it, it's it's like a it's like a candle it burns bright and it burns fast and once it it you know essentially dies off it, it, it's a 90 minute movie you know it's a 90 minutes it's 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 it's, it's like a roller coaster a slasher is fast and furious <laughs> uh it really is though it, it's it's usually it's fast paced and you know you're not gonna be there for three hours you know you it's hard to pull off on a TV show, but I thought this did it well. Uh, like I said, I mean, I've seen a couple shows that were like slashers. Harper's Island, to me, did it the best, except for the ending. Like, it's something about it revealing who the killer is and the reason for doing it. Now, if I ever do review, if I ever review Harper's Island, that would be a special review for me because I absolutely love that show. But in that final episode, I hated. I, all the way through, I just hated how that ended. This, though, I liked. I really enjoyed it. I thought it was one of the best episodes of season one until the reveal. And it kind of... I think the reveal kind of makes this not be a 4.5 for me. Because it, it felt lackluster. But, you know, it is what it is. I mean, they went in that direction. I, I don't think they should have. Like, you know what would have been cool, though? This would have been really sick. 
but like say Will would have been like the half brother of Emma or something that I, I, that would have been better. Uh, that would, I wouldn't have. But if you do that, you're doing the same thing Scream did, the movie did. You're making the boyfriend the killer. You know, and they kind of do it anyway. Uh, but you know, you know. Scream 2, they made the nerd the killer. If Noah would have been a killer, I would have hated it. You know? But it would have made sense in a way because he was obsessed with Brandon James. He was obsessed with that lore. You know, what happened 20 years. He was obsessed with all that stuff. He's obsessed with serial killers. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, I would have preferred. I think it would have been a better narrative because I couldn't see Noah actually hurting anyone. But, obviously, that's not the direction they went in. And so, I like talking about this stuff, though. Well, what they could have done. Because when the slasher stories, movies, you could talk about that stuff. We don't know who the killer is. I love those. Because there's mystery. I think that's why Friday the 13th is so good. That first movie. When that first movie hits. Because you don't actually know who the killer is until the final shot of the movie. And that is one reveal that you're like, whoa. She's doing this for her son. And, and I think a lot of people have tried to copy. I think Scream, you know, in a sense, copied that formula of a Nightmare on Elm Street, a Halloween, Friday 13th. They, they connected them all. I don't want to say copied. They just kind of connected everything. And, and that's awesome. They reinvented the franchise, not the franchise, but the horror genre. In some people's eyes, they kind of ruined it at the same time. But, you know. The slasher genre, they, they reinvented it, and some people think they ruined it. As they were reinventing it, because everyone tried to be them, and ruined slasher films. It was a special time in the early 2000s, when it comes to slasher films. Uh, you know, but you know, we don't get many today, so maybe they did ruin it. But what they did with it was awesome, and I love I love what Scream did, as far as the movies go. I... I, I, I I'm a big ghost head, not ghost head, ghost face, ghost head, I don't know what I'm thinking about. Uh, I'm a big ghost face fan, I'm a big scream fan, I love that franchise, it's one of my favorites. Uh, I don't put ghost face on top of the mantle or anything, but because it's a different killer every time. But that voice is so iconic. I feel ghost face's voice is as iconic as Chucky's or Freddy's, you know, and that's just my feelings on it. But yeah, I, I enjoyed the show. I hopefully you enjoyed listening to me talk about Scream the TV series season one. I, I greatly enjoyed it. I look forward to season two, um, which I'm going to start the first episode tonight. Uh, I, I, I've, I needed a break from sitcoms. I love comedy. Don't get me wrong. I love my comedy. And I had a good time with friends and The Office, and Parks and Rec. I, I really had a great time with those shows. I just needed a break from sitcoms. And um, um, I did a horror show this time around. And that's one's going to be, you know, kind of a, a political thriller. Because I'm watching Designated Survivor after this. I'm going to finish that I never got to see season three. So again, I'm going to watch the first two seasons. Uh, I don't know how I'm going to do that one. I don't know how I'm going to review that. Maybe just all in one. Uh, there's a lot to talk about with Designated Survivor, though. So maybe do Season 1, Season 2, Season 3 reviews. I'm not sure. We'll see how it goes. Um, 
but stay tuned tomorrow. Uh, obviously, we got uh, our greatest, our top 50 uh, TV characters of all time. This is our top 50 list, and it's tomorrow, and we're going to talk about that. It's the list. I have no idea what's happening next week on the show, uh, but uh, we have our individual shows we do, but, you know, we, I don't know what, what I'm going to pick. Uh, it'd be my turn. I have no idea what to pick. I just don't know. Um, but we'll do something. <laughs> we'll, we'll call it something. But until next time, I hopefully enjoyed Scream Season 1 review. I do. Uh, I feel like maybe I went all over the place with it. Talked a little bit about every episode briefly. Just a, a sniz bit. Uh, a tidbit, tad bit, you know, whatever. I felt like I talked a little bit, you know, each episode, which wasn't originally the plan to do. I just kind of wanted to hit hit little areas. Um, but I, I will say, my top three characters in season one. Uh, number one, Noah Foster, no doubt. Uh, number two, Audrey Jensen, and I gotta say, number three. Is I, I'm gonna go Emma Duvall. You know, I I don't typically go Final Girls, uh, ever. Like they they're never usually my favorite characters. They're just the Final Girl. You know, you you, you know. Uh, I would say except for Laurie Strode and Nancy from Nightmare on Elm Street, those are the only two Final Girls that I really liked or loved in the movies. Uh. Of course, Friday the 13th, you, know, you had Tommy Jarvis, who I love, uh, who I think, you know, you don't get many final boy, you know, you don't get final boys too often, so, you know, he was a boy in Friday the 13th Part 4 when he survived, Jason Voorhees, uh, but you don't get too many, you know, and I remember, I liked Alice in the first night, uh, Nightmare, not, uh, Friday the 13th. There is an Alice in Nightmare on Elm Street, and I like her too. But uh, Friday Thirteenth, I really liked Alice. <clears throat> I really like Jenny. You know, I don't like Part Three, which I've discussed this. I don't like the the Final Girl in Part Three. Uh, you know, but I, I just don't. And I felt like Part Four didn't have a Final Girl. <laughs> I know Trish Jarvis survives. Don't get me wrong, but she's not the. I feel like. Of those kids that were staying in those cabins or that house, none of them survived, you know? None. None survived. There wasn't a final girl in that house. Jason killed them all. For the very first time ever, he killed everybody that was that came to stay. Uh, he just couldn't kill the Jarvis family. Well, two of the three. Uh, he couldn't kill those. But, you know, I, I really enjoyed doing Scream. Uh, I, I really enjoyed the show. Uh... Eventually, at some point, Aaron and I will review the Scream franchise on the horror section. Um, I, I don't know. I think, you know, I don't know what I'm going to do yet. I don't know what I'm going to do. But, you know, I don't know. We'll talk, me and him will talk about it. But I really enjoy doing Scream TV series. I've enjoyed the show uh, tremendously. I really have. Um... Uh, 
So I'm going long here, and I, I do apologize. This was not supposed to be long, but one of my favorite actual moments in this show was when Emma has to choose between Brooke and Riley. And she chooses not to harm Brooke because Riley's supposed to be at the police station. But Riley gets a text from Tyler supposedly to meet behind the police station and it's a chase between the killer and Riley. Uh, I love that scene. I loved the, the, the that chase scene right there between those two because that... I think you probably feel the most emotion of someone that didn't deserve to die. Even though Riley was in on some stuff, she just came off like this girl next door type and this sweet, innocent person. She just, the actress just played her perfectly in, in that and this particular, you know, trap that the killer set, one of her... Emma's friends was gonna were gonna die, and it's tragic that it had to be Raleigh because I really liked her and I thought, man, she she's she's a good character. I really care for this character, and boom, when you really care, when you start to care for someone, they snuff them right out. You know, like when Will his redemption story, boom, snuffs right out. Uh, it, it's that they picked it right how they would kill each character. They felt this. The audience is getting uh, grabbing a hold of these people. Now let's take them out. And I feel they did that near perfectly. I just feel the reveal was... It wasn't bad. It was just lackluster in my opinion. But I feel like if you go... like I think if Branson would have been the killer, I would have loved it. I, I, I wouldn't have expected it. Because he was like the first one they really thought was doing it, you know, really thought they like they had evidence and and it turned it would have been a Billy Loomis moment too, because the he was the first suspect and he ended up being part of it. And he had a, he had a Billy Loomis look too, so uh, it would have been near perfect if they would have done that, and I would have actually loved it. People would probably say, "Well, it's predictable," but I would have loved it. But anyway, that's my thoughts on the Scream Season 1. Um, I'm going to have to put spoilers up here. I enjoyed it, though. I had a great time. I hope everyone uh, has enjoyed this review. I will probably... I don't know. I don't know when Season 2 will be up. Uh, it probably won't be next week. Because uh, I'm not watching two, two a day. I'm really just watching one a day. Uh, but... Since everybody's here, I don't. I usually don't have time to watch one during the day and one at night. But uh, it'll be up when it's up. Uh, it won't be too long. It'll be up within two weeks, I would say. But anyway, I hopefully you enjoyed this review. Uh, this is Brandon Spivey from the Mark Out Movie Podcast. I don't really have any catchphrases like Aaron, so uh, just I'm just hopefully you enjoyed and. Uh, Hopefully come back for the next episode. Thank you. And all, and all have a good day, a good night, and, and a good morning. That's my catchphrase. I'm stealing it from the Truman Show. If I don't see you, have a good morning, have a good afternoon, and a good night.